Anthony Rizzo is back as a New York Yankee. Has Hal changed his mind? Is he suddenly going in a different direction now more than ever? More than any time he has been the owner? Or is it all talk and all spin just to get us riled up for another mediocre season in the Yankee books? And we'll also go over, unlike last time, free agency predictions. Welcome back to the Twin Bill Podcast, everybody. Be sure to hit that like button, subscribe, comment as well. Comments are going to be a big part of this show. Uh, they usually aren't during the lives. Uh, five stars on Apple Podcasts. Anything else I'm missing? Also, memberships are very important. Obviously, yes. prospect coverage. Uh, a lot of that's going to be coming. Arizona Fall League, some of these other things as well. But becoming a member, getting a lot of great perks, quick takes, a lot of good stuff as well. Um Gonna shout everybody in the chat real quick. Michael Harvin, Hirsch, Medina. I love this guy's nickname, the Joe Shane Train. Yes, let's go Giants. <laughs> let's go Joe Shane. Uh, Impeachamall693. What up? What up? Li Yankee King Hollywood is fuck. Anthony Garcia, Nate Eck, um, Jose Gregorio Jimenez Ramones, Edwin. But uh, shout us everybody in the chat. Keep the questions. Keep the comments coming along. Uh, Luca. How are you feeling to start off the show? Uh, I feel good to Anthony Rizzo. I actually thought that Anthony Rizzo would re-sign with the Yankees or would sign with another team after the whole judge thing. It seems that he's re-signing with the Yankees. Um, I could pull up the details right now. Um, I'm very happy you solidify first base. I would rather Rizzo over DJ LeMahieu at first base, in my opinion. Rizzo's the proven guy. He's been there. He's done that. He's very good. Um... Cal, we'll see what he has to say. I'm when it comes to his comments, I'll provide a quick little opinion. I don't think it's Hal that had. Well, Hal obviously has to change. He has to be more, a little more hands-on. It has to be, you know, he has to see things. He can't be just too apathetic with this team, and he has to keep an eye on Cashman. But you know, him saying these comments about, you know, I'll spend whatever money what needs to be done. I think that's got to be on Cashman because if Hal's offering this approach. Cashman's like, I'll, should be like, I, I'll spend it correctly. I'll get creative to remove some of these bad contracts. No, I agree. Um, which one do you want to dip in first? Um, We could dip into the Anthony Rizzo stuff. All right. First of all, I do see that there's 39, 40 in the chat, 21 likes. Let's get those likes up, folks. Um, also, be sure to sub up to the Big Blue in the Bronx YouTube channel. We are only 23 away from 800 so would appreciate if y'all would go sub up to that uh appreciate it appreciate pete putting in chat so anthony rizzo is back as a yankee um luca if you want to give your first thoughts or maybe we could just dive into the whole thing here at once yeah he's, he was good for the yankees last year he struggled in some parts but i thought he was mostly consistent but thank god rizzo's back because you got a piece of the offense back so Contract details per SpotTrack.com, two years, $40 million, with a base salary of $17 million in each year, 
2025 club option and 2026 he would be a free agent so so Yankees is six million can dollars the bonus because i heard 34 over two so it's like um, a six million dollar bonus I'm trying to look at the full details because it says $17 million in base salary. Luxury tax salary is about $20 million. Uh, payroll salary, $17 million. Adjusted salary, $17 million. $6 million the club, is the buyout, buyout option. Yeah, that's the, cl- that's the club option. Yeah. Well, the base salary plus the club option. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, I just want to go over this one comment. Edwin said that uh, Rizzo said today he loved being Yankee. I mean, Luke, if you want to look up that quote, so we're, you know, not paraphrasing here, but... Yep, I did see that quote, actually. I saw yeah. it was uh, on my Bleach Report headline. I don't know who he said it to, but he, he was quoted as saying that. He says, Anthony Rizzo said he hopes Judge will rejoin the Yankees for the sake of the game. Yeah, no doubt. Um, Shout out to Mac Miles in the chat, what's going on, every, uh, everybody who maybe I missed or whatever. Um, you know, I'm glad Anthony Rizzo is back. You know, I think he was looking for years. It's pretty clear. Um, he wasn't really looking for too much of a increase in salary because what was the qualifying offer? Some odd like nineteen million over a year. Some something like that. Yeah, I mean he's what thirty two, thirty three years old, if I'm not mistaken. So he wants the insurity in years. Um, you know, I think you could probably get two more good years out of him, and then That's you true. know we'll see with the third year. Um, you know, I'm glad he's back in New York. Obviously, he's not necessarily too much of the hitter he used to be. Um, you know, was more of an average guy, but now is down to like the 220 to 230 to 240 range. I think he still gives you good at bats. Right. He's still get, he's a solid baseball player. Gives you good at bats. He's got good baseball IQ. And you keep him from some of these teams um, that, you know, were headhunting the Astros. Uh the Yankees made sure that the Astros were not going to be a part of that at all. What um, I also like, I was just going to say, it leads the Yankees right to Marikami. Like, they could play their hand because, you know, they have the club option with Rizzo in 2025. And if the Yankees choose to decline that, you know, 2024 doesn't go as planned. 2025, Marikami comes out, and you could say, "Oh, this guy's going to be the future of our first of our first base position." Because right now, we don't know what what Austin Wells is going to you know look like. So, I think Marikami is more of a sure thing. Obviously, that's after the Rizzo deal, but in an ideal world, I would have picked Marikami this year because. But it's not you know he's not coming out, so he he wants to come out, but he can't. He's only he has a contract two three years more with the. Uh, I don't remember what team he is. I think he's Buffaloes with the Sw- or is it somebody else? The Swallows, I think. And Fucking you know what? Swallows. This was I think this was the best option. I know the Yankees could have gone for a Jose Abreu, but the Yankees get a lefty bat, and the Yankees don't have enough balance in their lineup when it comes to righty lefties. Yeah, I mean, you look at the options; they weren't necessarily that good. And also, you're gonna have a couple of more options depending. And listen, some of these options get traded away for a pitcher. Some of these. You know, get traded away for fucking Shahi Otani for all we know. Uh, obviously, that's just speculation scenario. But I think there's that guy, Tyler Hardman. I think he's a first baseman in the minors. He's with the Arizona Fall League now. Austin Wells. Uh, right now, it, it would look worse than ever to have Rizzo go out into free agency and sign with a different ball club, given the options. Right. Uh, but the Yankees, I'll admit, for right now, have done a good job of keeping him in-house. You look at the options, and I may have said this on last week's episode, but what I said multiple times is the free agent market for first baseman isn't that good. 
Um, it's very slim. Look, it's very slim. When you take a look at it, it's like, okay, maybe there's a plethora, um, but not necessarily the it's case. It's also very old. It's Yeah, it's very old. Like, um, I know we were joking on Monday's Boys in the Big Apple that the New York Yankees would sign Brandon Belt uh, to play first base, but obviously, thank God, that's not in the realm of the Yankees right. anymore. Uh, Jose Abreu, you know, he's lost a little bit of his power, but he still kind of hits for average, which, you know, that you really want the power with Abreu. He's kind of like a Salvador Perez-type player, um, so I wasn't necessarily in favor of him. He's like 38. Uh, Yoli Gurriel's around the same age. He had a terrific playoffs, but I'm just not in for the one, two-year thing. And then, you know, you're not necessarily sure if Austin Wells is going to be the guy at first base for the future. He's not going to be ready yet. You know, you really want Gurriel as a stopgap when he's probably more of a DH option more than anything. Right. We have Giancarlo Stand. Josh Bell, I would have been in on first half of the season. Second half wasn't so good, and the playoffs was pretty terrible outside of, what, that one game against the Mets. Um, I feel like I'm missing an option. I'm going to go to my predictions. Because that's what's in, Alex. Yeah, oh God. That's what lost them. Um, but I did have Anthony Rizzo returning to the Yankees uh, because we did some predictions on the Dead Red podcast uh, last Thursday. I said Anthony Rizzo would become a Yankee again, and, you know, Sox agreed, so we get that one right. Um, but Good. there's Brandon Bell, Miguel Sano. That seemed like another possible <sighs> Yankee thing uh, since they like taking washed-up players uh, from the Minnesota Twins, but no, I'm glad they they stuck away from that. Uh, Carlos Santana, more of a DH option. I have my own set prediction of where he's going to go, and we're going to get into free agency predictions. Also, shout-outs to uh, Moe's Mech. Uh, Hal has never been this active talking in free agency. Definitely got a point there. Uh, plus, we kept Rizzo away from the Astros. Can you imagine? Yeah, you think about it, it's kind of like what they did with Stanton. They uh, they didn't want him to go to the Red Sox. So they traded for him you know, themselves. But... Uh, the other option was Trey Mancini. First half, once again, it would have been a solid option. Um, and he, gives, he does give you a little versatility. But at the same time... He declined. Who declined? I was saying uh, Mancini. Well, right. And I thought it was a mutual option, no? I'll double-check that right now. Because, you know, a lot of people slammed Baltimore, Alex, for trading him. They said, you know, everybody was saying, you know, Baltimore is growing. They needed a guy like Mancini. Unfortunately, you know, they traded him. And all that. Yeah, it was a buyout. Okay. $250,000. Wow, really cheap. But, um, you know, he didn't have a good playoffs. Yoli Gurriel played over him. So I'm like, you know, we as Yankee fans always think about the regular season sometimes. But we also got to think of the postseason. And I think I've really paid attention to that more than ever, given the fact that our offense really, the last few years, hasn't been good in the playoffs. Uh, you know, you need guys who can perform there. And all these different guys. Uh, your thoughts on, like, signing Rizzo, comparing him to the rest of the free agent class and all these other different things. No, I thought he was the uh, ripe of the free agent class. You know, I I obviously remarked and I said this wasn't a, this was very slim pickings. A lot of older guys, you would probably have to do one, two-year contracts, maybe one year and then a club option or a player option. Like, the Yankees are sticking with Rizzo for two years and it just lines up the timeline perfectly for Minotaka Marakami. Oh, I agree. Lines up perfectly. Yanks get a solid first baseman for the next year, two years. Um, but I do want to talk about something. I do want to shout out to people. In the I also think that I just—I'm sorry to interrupt, Alex, but uh, I also think Rizzo's glove is uh, 
a lot of people are underrating it how big it is for the for the uh, for the team. Because let's just say you know I'm not I don't want to say this. Let's just say the Yankees go back into the season where IKF is starting at shortstop again and Glaber Torres is back at second, assuming that Oswaldo Peraza Peraza and Oswaldo Cabrera don't take infield positions, but I don't think Cabrera's an infielder. He's a more of you-can-move-around chess piece. Let's just say Peraza's not there. He cleans up so many errors at first base, meaning Rizzo. He cleans up a lot of shit. And you're not getting that a lot with anybody. Rizzo still has the range. He's the younger of the veteran first basemen out on the market. And he, again, still has the range, still has the glove. Yeah, so shout-outs to my guy, uh, Unpopular Opinion Sports. He's got a great channel. Uh, go ahead and subscribe there. He talks about a lot of stuff. Uh, Giants. Uh, he's in the New York Giants. And then he, he does uh, a show with uh, my buddy Jeff and Coach Ed called, uh, I think it's like Empire of New York or something like that. They talk about a lot of different uh, New York sports, so they do that on Tuesdays. Shouts to Unpopular Opinion Sports. Uh, unfortunately, I don't remember a ton of my high school Spanish, but I do know the first two words of what Jose said. He goes, excelente programa, and then he says Venezuela at the end. Um, so he's complimenting us. Thank you, Jose. Uh, also, I feel like I didn't shout somebody else out. Uh, G-Man, what's going on? Uh, Unpopular Opinion Sports says, is Rizzo coming back means that judge is coming back that's what i've been hearing um i want to get your thoughts on now i was going to talk about something else but that's a good question it's kind of also something i put in the doc uh what are your thoughts on the connection between the two do you think it has any merit i do i think it does because you know rizzo and judge have a very tight relationship and we appreciate that but it's also like I get, I kind of gain confidence from what hal is saying you know i'm not i'm not a big hal guy obviously but, you know, the the confident, like, I, if I told you about a month ago or two, I would have said, Judge is leaving for the Giants, there's no other opportunity. But you got to factor in, you know, obviously Rizzo's coming back. Rizzo said, Judge is the MVP of this team, without him, the Yankees would be a last place team. Don't forget he said that. I mean, I'm starting to get the, get the confidence back that it, Judge will be back in a Yankee uniform. Hopefully that Brian Cashman does not screw him over. Yeah, I mean, I think the Yankees, first of all, it's kind of a checklist thing, if you will. Um, they needed to re-sign Rizzo, given the options yes. in first base. Um, re-signing Judge, you know, I personally have it on the record that he is going to be a New York Yankee. Now, hopefully I'm right. And I could be wrong on certain things, but hopefully I'm right. At the same time, that's not really what's the issue with this team. Um, it's just the more moves after that. Like, we've been hearing, oh, the Yankees are checking in on these guys, and that's more of the Hal Steinbrenner stuff. Like, Bogarts, Trey Tur- Turner. Right. I, like, we'll get into that with the Hal Steinbrenner stuff because Luca has got the, the quotes and we can go over that and stuff like that and, you know, who they've been checking in on or whatever. Hopefully it's not just spin. Um but it it absolutely needs to get done, and also with these, you know, them checking in on these certain guys, uh, you know, I just need to believe that Cashman will execute. Not that you know, well, and how obviously we'll, we'll leave that for the right. house subject. Shoutouts to uh, Jared Williams in the chat. What's going on, man? Everyone, be sure to hit that like button. We're at thirty four likes, fifty five watching. So also please sh- be sure to sub up my channel, Big Blue in the Bronx. It is pinned. Appreciate y'all. Uh, G-Man says, I have a good feeling that Judge does come back, and I have a feeling of that as well. 
And one thing I want to talk about with this Rizzo thing before we head into the house Steinbrenner subject is this. We need a solid first base backup option. 100%. Um, are you worried about his back issues? And what would you do at first base? Because LeMahieu's turning into a bit of an issue with his injuries. And I don't want to say that because I've liked LeMahieu. It might be crazy, but I don't think I, at this point, with LeMahieu's injuries, you know, he wasn't very healthy in the playoffs and all these different things. I would strongly consider having LeMahieu as, like, the utility guy, kind of like Oswaldo Cabrera was, but except Cabrera does not play first base, at least I don't know. At least I'm not sure of it. Obviously, he plays third, second, and short. But I think LeMahieu has to be that utility guy. My eyes do not bring back Mark, Matt Carpenter. I think he's a one-year wonder. Um, too many times have we, you know, let one-year wonders back on the team, and they've sucked. But, again, my opinion is... DJ LeMahieu can be the backup first baseman slash utility guy. If he goes down, then it gets interesting from there. Just to me, don't... If you're going to be serious about this team, prioritize the youth and also bring in a hefty third baseman like Carlos Correa. Yeah, And that would be my ideal offseason. Shouts to Ron Duffney. Trade Torres for pitching. Uh, We said last week, and, you know, it's been brought up. I know Pete was live for... um, the Rizzo signing, and I said it as well, you know, there was a couple of options we pulled out. I said Seattle's a good option. Um, obviously, you know, they... That's right, Seattle trade just traded for uh, Teoscar Hernandez. Hernandez. I think Glaber Torres would be a nice fit over there. I mean, he takes over for Adam Frazier. Torres has, you know, at second base has more offensive prowess, uh, more defensive prowess. But at the same time, I don't know what type of manager Scott Service is. So we could just leave it as, like, their own problem and not fucking worry about it. With Glaber Torres' antics... Um, but they didn't give up any big starters in that deal for Teoscar Hernandez, no. and that gets a pain in the ass out of the division. Um, but also, you think about it as well, that gets a pain in the ass out of the division for the Orioles, because we know how Glaber Torres used to terrorize them, obviously, before they put that big stupid wall in left field. Um, I also said that Kansas City would be a nice option. I don't know what pitching you would get out of there. But you could maybe try to trade for a reliever, but I've always been stick with the kids with the reliever. Um, yeah, we have a lot of talent have, down there. Some people have tossed around the idea, oh, you know, sign Edwin Diaz, sign this guy, sign that guy. I'm like, yeah, I, I, let's see what the youth has. I mean, they're not going to get rid of Clay Holmes, we know that. Because... Like, to me, with this bullpen, you, I mean, I mean, I know we're going on a tangent, but I think you can add at least one or two veterans, and I think I like somebody like an Andrew Chafin, who I wanted desperately at the deadline. Yeah, you know, he, he, he's a sinker ball pitcher, so he'd probably fit uh, the Yankees, I would say, model. Wandy, you know, Wandy's great, even though some people in the chat uh, that I know of don't like him. Uh, Cashman would let Judge walk. Hopefully that's not the case. Shouts to Brad in the chat. Cashman's getting ready to piss more money against the wall. Uh, hopefully that's not the case. You know, as, as, and we've talked about this. How is it necessarily too cheap? It's just the way Cashman spends his money, like, you know. And obviously, Hal needs to indict Cashman more on that and say, where's my fucking money going? Um, We've talked scenarios among scenarios about that. Um, If Judge leaves, I'm crying. I'm not going to cry. I'm going to be very fucking unhappy. Uh, Unpopular Opinion Sports says we need contact hitting too many sluggers on this team. I definitely True, you need your balance. That's why Benintendi, we should be bringing him back. Right. Um... Cashman's and hopefully the Yankees don't turn their... 
Go ahead. I'm reading Hirsch's comment. He says, Cashman is not negotiating with Judge. Hal is doing the negotiation. I guess Hal, well, first of all, he what what agreement is uh, Hal and Brian Cashman on right now? Handshake agreement. Yes, the good old handshake agreement. I think it's also. I just don't like, understand that ever. That should no, be. No, I, I don't understand Yankees that either. should be fined for that, honestly. And it seems. You think stupid, they should be fined? Yeah, because he's not under contract. Whether it's on a handshake deal or it's okay, well, we're we're gonna th- or this that or the other thing, or you're just not signed yet, and you're going to all these different meetings. I mean, it's just it's just odd. I, th- I think Hal said they agree on the money. It's just the semantics and the inner details. But anyways. I think uh, this whole scenario with Cashman being out of the picture for right now, it's not, I'm not hopeful that he's going to depart, but I think this gives Hal a little stepping stone in the negotiations. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll write the check. Well, you can give Judge the money. You can give Judge the check. Say, hey, write any number on this piece of paper down, and I will pay it. Right, from the Family Guy reference. Um, I want to get some other comments as well. What about Torres, lower level minor leaguer to KC for the catcher Melendez? Thoughts? Um, I haven't done my research. Luca, if you want to research Melendez. You know what? I was going to say this. We want to trade with Oakland again? Sean Murphy? Um, that could be a, a possibility. I just, not that Glaber Torres has real control of, over where he's going. But I feel like he'd fit better with a win-now team. Um, I know we talked about him. I, I don't know. I just get that vibe. Like, obviously, it's not being balanced with me saying he should go to Kansas City. But Seattle, you know, that's that's a team. Um, if they had some space, I'd say St. Louis. Uh, some other teams as well. But um, if you want to look up that catcher, Melendez, I personally, yes, you know. Yeah, Torres doesn't get you Melendez. Kid is a beast. So you probably... So speaking on the words of everybody in the chat, um, you know he he'd probably be a very hard piece to get. MJ Melendez, that's the think, guy's name. Yeah, I don't think based on what everybody's saying, you know, it's just going to be Glaber Torres, and the Yankees are not going to be giving up too much to get another catcher. Shouts 18. to the man Ra Thompson in the building. Shouts to Reggie Brock as well, and Craig Smith. Eighteen homers, sixty-two RBIs, two seventeen batting average, three thirteen OBP. Uh, 460 at bats. See how many games he played as well. Uh, he played in the majors. As I'm trying to find this, I think I'm reading his major stats right. Yeah, it's 460 at bats. I don't know how many games. It's not showing for some reason, but yeah. Again, I mean, um, Torres gets uh, us a good pitcher. Yeah, I mean that's that's what it all comes down to starter. I'm kind. I don't know where you are. I'm kind of easing off of the Pablo Lopez train. Maybe it's because of my love for Rodon. Um, I don't know. How, how do you feel about that? Let me just say this: Melendez played about 129 games, so a majority of the season. Um, it doesn't have to happen. I think one thing you could possibly do. Obviously, here's the starting rotation as of right now. The Yankees picked up Severino's option. Good. Garrett Cole, Severino, Cortez. That's your three. Tyon's a free agent, and I think the others. And then you got uh, you got Montas. Ideally, 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 you trade Glaber Torres to Miami along with Montas, and then you could have per- 
probably do a duo of Alcantara and Montas. I know it sounds kind of stupid, but you trade Torres, Montas, you get whatever back, and then you get you could sign Rodon, and obviously get get Lopez back. That would be that would make your pitching elite. Not that it was a problem in the playoffs. I mean, Garrett Cole did his job. So did Severino. It was just obviously the bats, but it just strengthens your rotation. It just it's just killer. Yeah, I'm trying to think upon that now. So your top three, and I'm probably missing somebody. Your top three, and that's an top four actually would be Rodon, uh, not Cole Rodon. Cole, Rodon, Sevi, Cortez. Who would be your five? Lopez. Well, that's tough to think about because you could easily say every t- well every pitcher could face like a really good lineup and still you know pitch very well. It would be Cole. It would be Rodon as my t- I'd say one B. It would be Severino, and then I have to choose between Nestor and Pablo Lopez. I'd say Nestor. Okay. Um, but I, 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 as I said, I'm, I'm still trying to, you know, I'm not really going for the Pablo Lopez thing. Um, what was I going to say? There was a comment I was going to get to. Moe says, I'm excited to see Volpe play next season. I hope uh, Boone does not bury him like he did Peraza. I think they have more respect, honestly, for Volpe. Um, he's like the uh, prized possession of the Yankees. Yeah, he's, he's the messiah. If you want my honest opinion to them, he's like the Messiah. So I, that's where I think uh, Montas is in a contract year. That, I mean, he could be, I don't know how he would start the season, but he could be a deadline thing. Now, obviously you think of that and you think of more of like the NFL because you, you know, I would say in terms of deadline stuff, like for instance, OBJ went to the Rams, even though that was not, a, that wasn't a trade. But you think of okay, he's got one year left on his contract. Uh, Joey Gallo finished the season with you know, so it's not like, I mean, it depends who wants control of what and how much of control. But shoutouts to uh, the Pinstripe Chronicles podcast. I don't know who's under that, but whether it's Tats, Rob, or, Don. or uh, Donald, what's up? Lopez was crushed by the Mets last year. Be careful looking for this guy. Rodon is the man. Says James. Shouts to James. And, uh, yes, I very much agree with that. I, I, I've been calling for Rodon for two years, Luca. Have I not been? We both have. We bo- I literally said, get Rodon last season. People were telling me, oh, he's injured, but we could shell out $25 million to Justin Verlander, even though Verlander didn't take the bait. And Verlander's still out there. I'm sorry, I just don't want him. To me, it would, he would be like a – like, Verlander's obviously coming off win a, winning a Cy Young. And, you know, a lot of people would be he happy about that. He should have been that. in the playoffs. That's the problem. He should have been in the playoffs. He was the opposite of Garrick. And it would be, to me, Yankee luck if they decided to sign him and then he turns into Yankees' Randy Johnson. Well, I mean, instead of uh, instead of them looking at Joey Gallo every fucking game in the dugout, they could just look at Kate Upton. So, uh, it, I, it's... Mean, I mean, she was a Yankees fan, right? No. Until she got married to Verlander. Well, you know, sometimes it still resonates with people. Trust me. Um, But, yeah, shouts to Tats in the chat. Uh, After we missed out on Castillo, we should have pivoted to Rodon, not Montas. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what held up the negotiations for uh, Rodon. I think that's true because I remember they were also talking about, you know, possibly trading Jock Peterson. 
But again, I really said the Yankees should have went after Castillo. Did it make a difference in the postseason? If it, I'm going to be honest, no. But it just gives you a proper 1A, 1B. Not that Rodon isn't that, but Montas isn't that. Okay. Rodon, I think, could pitch in the bright lights, and so can Castillo. But please continue. All right. So we'll go on to the house stuff real quickly, and then we're going to finish off with uh, some free agency predictions, or we could do vice versa, but it makes a little bit more sense to do house time rounders. Yeah, let's now. do this real quick. Uh, Luca, what have you got for us? All right, so we got some quotes. Hal has spoken out lately. So this was actually – now I got some uh, quotes as well from, like, different writers. Bob Clappish says, Steinbrenner says he's got enough money for both Judge and whoever else it takes to turn the Yankees into world championships or world champs. Quote A. Quote B comes from Joel Sherman. And if Hal Steinbrenner is telling reporters that there's plenty of dough for Judge – and to improve the team, then Judge's camp knows that too. Otherwise, he's flexing his money, saying, Judge, come back. We'll, Meanwhile, we'll write you, we'll Cashman's write you the empty check. Cashman's kind of said like the clear opposite of like when he was talking about the GM meetings in uh, Vegas or wherever the fuck. He's like, yeah, they haven't made any promises to us about negotiating. So how's... Okay, you keep going. So you have that... And another thing, this is not about money necessarily. Sherman said, Hal has taken the Bronx criticism, particularly the booing of the Jeter ceremony, hard. He is so much more measured than his dad. Still, the relentless chorus that he is cheap and doesn't care is a code of dirt. He is I contributed having to that, by the way. I contributed to the booing. Yeah, we all did. Still, the re- relentless chorus that he's cheap and does not care is a code of dirt. He's having difficulty removing to his chagrin. Otherwise, he's trying to remove that so-called reputation that he has. Steinbrenner in quotes, my budget for judge is going to what be what I feel we can do. It's not limitless, obviously, but I'm going to make moves that we're able to, in my opinion, we're going, we're going to able to sign Aaron. That's not going to stop me from signing other people. Expanding his budget. Again, I'm going to go over, go over my thoughts real quick, then I'm going to transition to Alex. Listen, that I'll give Hal his props when the actual action is made. Not that I don't believe him. But I think Cashman's not going to be creative enough where, you know, he's not going to make the moves, the necessary moves to be made, like the trading off the Donaldson Hicks. Like, you know, people like, oh, you're going to have to attach a prospect. It's like the NBA in a way. You have a bad contract, like, I don't know, I'm just going to pair my team real quick. Julius Randle, like an M20, you have to attach an, an asset, a draft pick. Whether it's a high draft pick, a low draft pick, or whatever. I'm not saying attach Volpe to Aaron Hicks and Josh Donaldson. I would attach like a B prospect, okay? But uh, to beater. me... What? Like a beater. Like, uh, all right, Clayton yeah, beater. like a Clayton beater. The Yankees got a solid return from Joey with the Joey Gower trade. But to me, listen, how can come out and speak on this? You know, $290 million payroll, all that. But a 200... Listen, it's not about the money, it's how you spend it. The $260 million payroll is often seen through because people are not looking at the Donaldson, the Hicks contract, what was the Britain contract, what was the Chapman contract. That's on Brian Cashman. Howell is now giving him the money. Not that he hasn't before, but now he's saying, all right, here's the money. Just because we're going to sign Aaron Judge doesn't mean, prevent me from signing guys like Rodon. Not that he's actually saying signing guys like Rodon, Rodon, Correa, all these different guys. It's not Cashman to spend the money properly, and I don't think he can. So I want to read a comment in the chat because this is where my uh, where my Spanish actually does come in and come in the clutch. So Jose says, 
Uh, Philadelphia has been on the radar for Glaber Torres. So that I can at least, you know, translate in English. But uh, shouts to Jose again. Um, I could see that as a fit. Obviously, they let go of well, they didn't let go of Segura. They just you know didn't accept he did they didn't he didn't accept the option. They declined his option. I think they declined his option. Um, but you know I could see that. But it's just right. also even though he doesn't have control again, how would he take the excess booing? Because of uh, course, yeah. Um, I'm but, happy uh, that well, I'm not I'm not gonna say I'm happy, but at least Hal is trying to wake up and he's yeah, not trying I'll, to. I'll cower. go over my thoughts in a sec. Um. Craig says Torres to the Orioles for Austin Hayes and Dylan Tate. Um, I think the Orioles are going to sign or trade for outfielders. They definitely do need a few outfield guys. They, lo- I think they like Austin Hayes. I thought he had a pretty good season for them. Um, one of our loyal supporters on Big Blue in the Bronx is an Orioles fan. That's where I get most of my Orioles stuff. Um, Dylan Tate is decent. I don't think he had a particularly great season. Um, I wouldn't necessarily go after him, but... Also, at the same time, would you really – and this is – I know it's a stereotype, uh, but would you really want to trade in division? Like, the last time I can remember the Yankees doing that is just, like, minor deals. They traded – You also got the for, Zach they traded trade, for, too. They tra- yes, you got that. They traded for Urshela from the Jays. Uh, they traded Ryan Mc. It was actually was- claimed off waivers. Oh, okay. So, I was completely fucking wrong on that. They traded for Steven Drew, which was fucking terrible back a couple of years ago. Um, but yeah, there's, you'll have your mix and matches. Shout to Eric. What's going on, Eric? Sure that like like Stephen Drew was the modern day Joey Gallo, or was the 2015 version of Joey Gallo? Because the guy Steven hit like Drew 100. I don't know, but he was like the again. He was like Joey Gallo. He hit like 100. I'll even pull up his stats right now, even though it's kind of not necessary, just to draw the comparison. Stephen Drew 2015. 17 homers, 44 RBIs, and 201 batting average. And then, like, when he came over after the deadline, I think he was, like, really bad. Like, he hit in the literal 100 range. I don't know if you get that off uh, baseball reference or whatever. Yeah, he hit 150. my man, Jeff Nelson, who's a a proud supporter of Big Blue in the Bronx. What's going going on, on, bro? What's up, fellas? Rizzo has a good sign. Wasn't great, but uh, has a good clubhouse vibe. You were saying about Drew? Drew hit 150 when he was traded to the Yankees in 2014. That explains a lot. Um, that also explains my, a lot when it comes to Cashman not moving off of uh, his deals. When it he comes didn't move to off him for like another year, right? Right. I think he elected free agency because he went to the Washington Nationals right after. Man hit like 267 in 70 games with the Nationals. No big deal. That was that, That's terrible. Um, not in terms of average and stuff. I'm just talking with the Yankees thing. Um, but my thing about Hal is I like he's more vocal. Um, I'm not going to get in the sauce about it, but I like he's more vocal. It seems like it's getting into his head now. Um, Hirsch mentioned it, and he's spot on. Aaron Judge is a revenue stream. Aaron Judge 100%. goes away. You you don't have as many butts in seats. Cole really doesn't give you that value. Um, I, we, I, we always go out of baseball comparisons as well, like we have multiple times on this show. OBJ, the Yankee, uh, the, the Yankees, Jesus Christ. The Giants were ultimate losers for years, but what kept fans coming back and buying fucking gear? That was OBJ. Now it's Saquon. Obviously, the team is winning and all that stuff, 
But that's kind of in this situation, you equate it to the Yankee standards. Aaron Judge is what's putting people interested into the Yankees. Obviously, you'll you'll have the casual fans, and we've talked many times about the resistance before. Um, but there's just a lot of a lot of different. I'm gonna things. pose a question, a plot twist question. Oh God! What if Hal and Brian Cashman are not agreeing on a vision for what they want to sign Aaron Judge to? Because Hal's opening the checkbook is is that's what he's demonstrating. But Cashman might might not be him. His ego might be still hurt. I'm gonna go. Let's see if I could do this. I'm trying to do the math in my head. I'm gonna say fifty point five. If that makes sense, maybe I'm just trying to think in my head again. To forty nine point five. If that equals a hundred percent, I'm gonna say that he actually gets rid of Cashman, or he pushes Cashman all the way. Because yeah, they're family. They've been. He's been there for years. Not that they would shake off the front office or anything, because he might just fucking hire Tim Nairing, Kevin Abrams 2.0. But if it really affects his brand, if he's not going all the way for Judge, if he keeps hearing this rhetoric that he's the cheapest owner and that you know he basically watches, he's basically a father that's not, uh, you know, very yeah. active with his kids then he's going to get tired of that. And I think he's slowly getting tired of that because they were, you know, a first place team. We know that they got bounced in the second round. Right. And they really should have gotten bounced in the first round with the way they were playing with Cleveland. Um, obviously. And also at the end of the day, I know we're talking off season, and all this other stuff. Execution yeah. has to be there. Of course. Uh, the player execution has to be there. I mean, we knew Josh Donaldson wasn't going to be great coming in. <laughs> we didn't know that IKF wasn't going to be good. But he wasn't good. He wasn't um, that. He wasn't supposed to be this. And bad, at the end of the day, opinion. even though Hal said it, you know he's gonna spend money on Judge and whoever else to make this the championship ball club. At the end of the day, it's not just Rizzo and Judge and everybody's fucking happy and run it back again. No, he needs to go out and get other pieces as well. Figure out what the fucking outfield looks like. Uh, figure out what shortstop looks like. I, in my opinion, if you go into this next year. Uh, with this whole thing of, well, you know, you get Rizzo, you get Judge back, and you just run it back like that. That's not going to work because teams in, in this division are kind of getting better. I haven't seen a lot of things yet to really put that out as a narrative. Because the Orioles will be the, better. The or, No, the Orioles are probably the only team right now that are better. And the Rays um, will probably stick around. The Rays will stick around because it's Kevin Cash. You know, they do their thing over there. But I haven't seen the Blue Jays get a ton better. Um, I know who the hell took over as manager over there. Um, was it Pete Walker or was it somebody else? It was, uh, I think, Schneider, John their Schne bench coach. Not, not John Schneider. Well, it might be. Whatever the fuck, Schneider. Um, he's he's the guy that took over. So the team that probably got the most better just without doing anything is the Orioles. Now, obviously, they need to go out. They need to spend some money. But that doesn't mean the Yankees shouldn't do it because they're, the rest of the division is not. Like, they shouldn't jump off of a cliff because they're jumping off. Um, shouts to you, Dell. What's going on? Uh, what's going on, everybody in the chat? Maybe if I miss some names, whatever. I wouldn't mind betting that Hal and Jeter spoke recently, and that's why Hal's being more vocal. I mean, if he did speak to Jeter, Jeter would give him the honest truth. Um, you know, he talked about how the front office basically, you know, was wasn't very on board with him basically saying, "Yeah, I'm coming back." 
And obviously, we all, we all know how those negotiations he, They broke secrets because they wanted to prove a narrative. I don't think Jeter's cold with Hal, in my opinion. He's cold with Cashman. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jeff is, a, Jeff is a Cards fan. And, uh, you know, he's a definitely still a loyal supporter. Love his, uh, love his insight. Um, you know, it was, it was funny. Originally, he was telling me, you know, what was Brian Cashman doing making that trade for uh, Harrison Bader? It's worked out to this point. Um, but I didn't necessarily give Cashman credit because sometimes it's like breaking a vase and then buying a new one on purpose. Right. Because, you know, we, we knew that Aaron Hicks was fucking total garbage. Um, I didn't know that he would play 100 games. Luke obviously had the crystal ball. But, you know, with that, with that, that was weird. But um, it, it, the reason why with Cashman I don't give him credit on some things like the Bader trade and the trade deadline is because – he literally, it's like, again, breaking a vase on purpose, cleaning it up, and buying a new one. Like, it, it has to all be done. Doing. It's the obvious it's, move. It's, it's neglecting. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it all has to prove to be um, execution in a lot of different ways. Hal needs to push, Brian, you need to spend my money in the way that it makes it a championship team, not a first-place team that gets bounced in the first fucking round. So, Hal's words are encouraging, but at the same time, we've seen encouraging words from many folks over the course of the last few years and have been bit and ha- basically have been clickbait, you know, into the same narrative every year. And then, oops, you know, they finish fucking short again. Of course. Your, your final thoughts on that? Yeah, it's I like I hear the encouraging words. I need to see it happen in action. Right. Um, so keep your questions coming, guys, and comments. Love the chat tonight. Uh, I knew Hicks' seven-year deal was a waste. Yeah, uh, I that they signed the wrong Aaron two years ago, three years ago. Well, I can't believe it's been three years since that albatross. The player's not tradable, but the contract is. Um, that's the problem with it. So we're gonna break into our free agency predictions. Obviously, uh, Anthony Rizzo is gone from those free agency predictions. I it's on record, so it's not like I'm agreeing with something that already happened. Um, Last Thursday on the Dead Red Podcast on my channel, we made predictions. I said Rizzo was going to be Yankee, but we're going to break into it here. We're going to also keep in mind some team fits as well. I'm sticking on my predictions as of right now, but anyway, free agent predictions. um, Just some things to note before we go into the hitting section. Uh, Kansas City probably needs a right-handed bat. Cleveland, a power bat. Miami, quality bats. Milwaukee and Washington, defense. St. Louis, the bench, and Tampa Bay and Toronto left-handed hitters. So going into a shorter section uh, with the catcher position, there's only really two catchers. I'm not focusing on everybody, um, but there's two catchers that come to my mind. Maybe some people will mention in chat. uh, uh, Peace, Tats. Thank you for tuning in, my man. Um, But there's two catchers that come to mind. That's Wilson Contreras, and that's uh, Christian Vasquez. Um, so some teams that do need catchers, Arizona and Baltimore, they need backups. Minnesota probably needs a backup now that Gary Sanchez is gone. St. Louis could use but a catcher. But wouldn't he be the – but hold on a second. Wouldn't they, wouldn't they need a starting catcher? I feel like they – didn't they get uh, – didn't they get somebody from the Rangers or was that vice versa? Because I feel like I'll they got a out. starting – I feel like they got a starting catcher. If not, then that could work towards their favor and could change this up. Okay, so Sanchez is obviously a free agent, and there's Ryan Jeffers. Now, I don't know if he – all right, he played in about – let's see here – 67 games. 
I don't. Again, I don't think I. I don't know how he is defensively, but his offensive stats don't look sustainable. Okay. All right. So we'll we'll factor that in. Um, uh, Li is back on his DJ rants again, oh, no. saying that uh, that uh, DJ's uh, six six year ter- uh, contract was a waste. I mean, that's what you needed to do at the time. I mean, you could have also put damned David if Poison you do, second, damned but, if you don't. Right. But, you know, obviously it hasn't worked out to this point. Um, so we're going to start with Wilson Contreras. Luca, uh, what are your thoughts? Well, you don't really have to provide your, th- provide your thoughts. You can just provide a prediction. I think I'm going to go. He's going to burn his former team and go to the Cardinals. I think that's a good fit. I think he's going to go to the Twins. Okay. All right. Just make sure you have your predictions written down All right. Um, as we go. So the next one is Christian Vasquez. Uh, he said he wouldn't rem- you know, mind returning to Boston. Boston obviously has Greasy Reese. Um, they see him as a fit. I've talked to a few Red Sox fans, including Sox Arizona. He's like, I don't know why they see him as a fit or a long-term option. Um, with Christian Vasquez, I have him going to Cleveland. I think that's fair. I think I'm going to say the same thing. Yeah. All right, just make sure you write that down. Yep. Pete says DJ gets 15 mil a season. If he can stay healthy and hit about 265, it's hell of a contract, and that's asking for little. I mean, 15 million is nothing compared to what players get nowadays. But anyway. Right. Um, let's go into the first base market. Obviously, New York is gone. Uh, Rizzo is completely off the board, even though, once again, I had it right. San Diego, Detroit, Houston, Chicago are some options you could consider. Um, Chicago is in the, uh, what the fuck do you call them? The Cubs. Cubs. The, the, the irrelevant side. Both, both teams are irrelevant. But anyway, also you can factor in the White Sox, maybe some other teams. Uh, Brandon Bell, your prediction. Oof. Who would you say were fits? Because he's, he's washed up. I think he might just retire. That's what I have in terms of prediction. Exactly. I think That's, gonna I'm going to say he's going to retire. Okay. Lucas Lucas going wrong with the bandwagon here. Um, Jose Abreu. Ooh, interesting. Um, you know, now I, we – that's that's a good point. Someone brought it up. Catcher. I didn't think the fucking Mets. No. But I'm going to stay Alvarez. Alvarez. Alvarez, right. You got a good point. But uh, Jose Abreu. Question is for the Padres, they lack lefties. If they lack lefties, I think they'll take back Josh Bell in his heartbeat. If they have righties, it shouldn't well, be a pr- I mean, as I said, you're going to take a look at that lineup. Most of them, most of the, like it's split evenly. You obviously got Soto, Grisham, um, Cronenworth. They could use a righty. I'm going to go with Abreu. For the Padres. Padres. Okay, so Jeff Nelson says has lefty with the brutal mustache uh, back, DH. I personally wouldn't go after Matt Carpenter again. Um, I think he's a one-year wonder as, you know, the mustache thing and all these other different things uh, with the trends and the fans, whatever. Uh, one-year wonders coming off a of foot injury, and I don't like one-year wonders. I, I sniff that out. If they re-sign him, you know, make him a backup, but I, I don't want him starting. I'm going to go ahead and say that he actually goes to the Astros. That's fair. Next up, the guy you were just talking about, 
Josh Bell. Now, I think he goes to the Astros. Okay. I think he goes to the Cubs. That seems like a Cubs signing, don't you think? Yeah, I think the Cubs would overpay like hell to get him. Okay. Um, of course, you know, L.I. Sarah starting to stuff about how DJ's, not a, how DJ's a waste. Uh, Miguel Sano. I have an interesting one for this. Jesus. What a team have we not named yet? You said the Cubs? I think he goes to the Cubs. Okay. I think, I think Cubs to, have I a... Think he, I think... I think he goes to the Rays. I mean, they did lose G-Man Choi. I know, obviously, I don't know if his defense is good, but I feel like he could put up decent numbers. Decent numbers. Um, so, obviously, you mark that down. Trey Mancini. Um... I think he goes back to the East and with the Rays. I can't unsee it. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and say he goes to San Diego. Righty. Okay. Next one. Uh, Yuli Gurriel. I think he's going to retire. Really? Yes. I don't think so. Uh, Craig says the Chicago White Sox for Bell. Another interesting one. Wait, hold on. You know what? I might pull that back actually. Since Abreu's going to the Padres, I'm gonna pick Yuli Gurriel for the White Sox. Okay. That's that's a good one. That's a good one. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um I might change mine. I don't think I will. I see Yuli Gurriel going to San Francisco. That's right, Brandon Belt. Right. Um Damn, the, the, the everyone's yelling at L I. Mancini to the Indians. Interesting prediction. Uh, Jeff also says Cards Wainwright is coming back 41. Uh, I think Sano goes to the Nationals. That's a very national signing, Anthony. So you could be very spot on with that. Uh, older guy, that type of stuff. Um, let's see. So that's Mancini. We went over Guriel. Uh, Carlos Santana. I think he's actually he's more of a serious candidate to hang it up. So I'm saying he's retiring. I don't think so. Now I'm going to look over a roster just to make sure. Just to make sure I'm not stupid. Or a um, minor league deal. I'm going to go ahead. Go on a limb here. I'm going to say he goes with the Twins. Ugh. Yeah. It could happen. It could happen. But let's move into second base with two candidates. Right. Um, Chicago, Philly, Seattle, amongst others, are in interest for second base. Gene Segura. Uh, you said Seattle? Seattle, White Sox, Philly. I could see him coming back with Philly. Okay, so you are on match with Sox, Arizona. I think he's going to go to the White Sox. Okay. Adam Frazier. Actually... I think no. I predict him actually going to the Red Sox. Seems like one of their seems like a signing of theirs. Yeah, uh, Adam Frazier. Mm, I think Seattle will look to upgrade. I wouldn't put your I wouldn't put your money against it. I put it for it, uh, Li. But yeah, uh, thank you, Jeff, for tuning in. Not sure, honestly. I'm gonna go ahead and say just, the. I'm gonna go ahead and say the White Sox. 
Because he's just a bunch of mid. He has been. So, Still waiting on that prediction. Um, how could I find like how could I find the tool where it says uh, you know positional needs? Like well, I mean, I just it. got this off the athletic article. Oh. So. Fucking why not? I'm saying Mariners. Okay. All right. I mean, they could use him as a depth piece. Now we get into the beefy stuff. Shortstop. Atlanta, Boston, uh, Los Angeles Dodgers, Minnesota, Philly, Seattle, maybe the Yankees as well. Trey Turner. East Coast? Um... I think he might sign with Philadelphia. I think that too. That's on my record. Um, Hicks for a box of Tootsie Rolls. Hicks for a bag of chips. Um, what was I going to say? Could Hicks get moved for a top 20 prospect? I would call... Not really. I would I would take a top fucking 100 prospect in your system. I'd take a bum in the minor leagues. Just to get rid of that asshole. Um, but we went over Trey Turner. We agree. Xander Bogarts. Dodgers. I say Atlanta. That's fair. Carlos Correa. Now, Sox picks the Yankees. I want to say Yankees, but I don't think they're going to do it. What are the remaining teams that we have not mentioned? Okay. Also, San Francisco could be in play, but they said Brandon Crawford would be the starting shortstop. Uh, Maybe Correa could move positions, but Atlanta... Boston, L.A. Dodgers, Minnesota. Oh, is Justin Turner a free agent? I'm going to look that up. They declined the option there. Okay, I'm picking Correa to play third now. But that's Dodgers. Max Muncy's also a first baseman, but I I don't care. I'm saying Correa's going to the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers are going to go OP. All right, I'm going to concur. Uh, Craig says Correa to the Baltimore Orioles. That could also be if they sign That's up. If fair. they make that an attractive place, just get get rid of that stupid fucking wall. Um, finally, Dansby Swanson. I'm gonna throw one at you once you're done your prediction, and you're gonna be like, "That's such a Boston signing." Braves. Fuck! I just gave it away. God damn. Yeah, it. I was about to say, Dansby Swanson for me to the Red Sox. Is it a very Boston signing? Yeah, I'd say so. I think he's a brave. I think he's gonna come back. Okay. Moving into third base, we got two uh, two players. Uh, Detroit and L.A. probably looking at third. Evan Longoria, I think he hangs it up. Look at his numbers from the previous season. I'm going to try to be quick with this. Craig says, Bogarts to the Yanks in a surprise move. I would fucking love that. Longoria had a solid season, so you mentioned L.A. Which L.A., though? The Dodgers. Okay, I'm not going to say he's... As well. Um, you know what? He hangs it up because I don't see a fit for him. I think All he's right. finished. Brandon Drury. Uh, any chance he could go back with San Diego? I mean, he could. I'm picking him to go to Detroit. I'm picking him to go to San Diego. I think okay. they like him. All right. Left field. Now, also, let's start with the outfield. Colorado and Chicago really want lefty bats. In the outfield, let's start with left field. We got a packed one for this one. Brantley, Benintendi. Uh, actually, you know, let me start with the teams: Baltimore, Detroit, uh, Minnesota, Seattle, and Texas. Let's start out with Michael Brantley. Rockies. 
Could be a rocky signing. I say Minnesota. Sign him and imagine they sign him in Santana. That'd be ugly. Um, Andrew Benintendi. Yankees. I say Yankees as well. AJ Pollock. You said another Chicago team? Chicago needs righty, excuse me, lefty outfield bats. And he just came from them like recently. Mm. What are the outfield and needy teams out there? Because as you said, White Sox don't need Baltimore, it. Detroit, Minnesota, Seattle, and Texas. I think that's a very Detroit signing. Okay. Um, David Peralta. Give me Colorado. I think he's going to Texas. I think that's one of those mid-tier players that the Rangers will overpay for. Okay. But they also have new management, so I could easily be wrong. I'm not going over Jock Peterson, but I was wrong because I said he was going to Texas. Uh, Jerickson Profar. I'm saying White Sox. Padres. I think he's coming back. Okay. Uh, Center field. Needy teams. Boston, Chicago, L.A., and Miami. Uh, we'll start off with Kevin Kiermeyer. Boston. Cubs. All right. Uh, wanted Brantley before Benintendi. Yeah, Mets might lose Nimmo in terms of the outfield. Yeah, I definitely see that. I mean, I know there's a couple of teams interested. Um, I wanted Brantley a few years ago, but it doesn't make sense to have him now. Uh, so, obviously, you said you're one for Kiermeyer. Kevin Pillar. I think he goes to Miami. I concur. All right. Uh, Brandon Nimmo. Baltimore. Dodgers. All right. We went over this one, but we'll go at it again. Aaron Judge. Yankees. Yankees. Uh, designated hitter. J.D. Martinez. <sighs> That's such a good option. I don't know his stats from this previous season, but... He wasn't as powerful. I think his average was okay. I'm going to go back and say he goes to the Red Sox. Depends what the Red Sox want to do, though. They're so half-pregnant. Do they have a DH, though? I mean, yeah, you could have Hosmer, but also Cassis is, is a first baseman. I think he's, Martinez is going to be one of those deals where they sign him to one year. I just don't know who's in play. I mean, you could also you could think maybe some National League teams. It's such a national signing. Why not? Okay. Because Nelson right. Cruz is going to be gone. All right. Starting pitching. Ooh, I love this one. Multiple guys, multiple teams. Atlanta, Baltimore, Boston, Chicago, Colorado, Detroit, Kansas City, both L.A. teams. Milwaukee, the Mets. Now Milwaukee have to take you know consideration because they're right. selling. Mets, Philly, Pittsburgh, San Diego, St. Louis, Texas, Washington, Toronto, and Tampa Bay. Let's start out with Justin Verlander. I'm going to go out on a limb and say he goes back to Houston. I'm going to go out on a limb and say he goes to Dodgers. J.D. Martinez to Cleveland. I could see that, actually. Uh, in Texas, yeah, I could see that. So you say Dodgers, right? Yeah. Noah Syndergaard. Imagine a plot twist where he goes back to the Mets. You know, Sox picked that. Uh, I White Sox. Baltimore. Okay. Carlos Rodon. Rangers. San Diego. Nate Valdi. 
I know the Yankees have been in contact with him. I don't want him now, honestly. Um, Cubs. Tampa Bay. Uh, Jacob DeGrom. Braves. He's going to spike the Mets. Texas. I wouldn't be surprised by that either. Sean Manaya. Um, I'm going to go out and let me say the Mets. They need a lefty. I'm going to go with Boston. Chris Bassett. Mets. I think he's going to resign. Atlanta. Andrew Heaney. Let me go he's going to... I'm going to go to Baltimore right. Orioles. All right. Well, I mean, that's actually – that's a good fit knowing that's not a home run ballpark anymore. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Los Angeles. Um, he goes back. So, Tex, uh, L.I. says DeGrom Braves. L.I. says Rodon Yankees. A uh, couple of good ones. Justin Verlander, maybe the Yankees. Could possibly be. Uh, a lot of good predictions in chat. Moving on to uh, Taiwan Walker. I think he goes to fucking Colorado. Same. Okay. Michael Waka. Had a solid oh. season with the Sox. Uh, he's going to go to the other Sox team. The White Sox? Wait, the question is, how, much, how many starters do they have? They have Giolito. They, ha- they would have Syndergaard in my predictions. Okay, I'm going to take a look. Uh, Giolito is Kopech's a reliever now, right? Yeah. Um, Cease, they still have Cease. Yep. Um, Lance Lynn. Okay. Graveman's a reliever. Giolito, we went over. I don't. Is Bummer a starter? Reliever. Okay, so you White could Sox. add one. All right. Anyway, uh, Walker to the Orioles. That's also in play. Heaney sucks, goes for a new job as a sanitation worker. I mean, he actually was pretty good with L.A. last year, but it's 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 weird, though. It's weird, but I I could see your point. Um, Jamison Tyone. I think he goes to Baltimore. Same. And then let's finish up uh, this section with Mike Clevenger. San Diego. I think Philly. That's All right. I like that. Uh, relief pitching. A few more, and we'll end off there. Arizona, Atlanta, Boston, Colorado, Kansas City, Milwaukee, Minnesota, Philadelphia, San Diego, the Mets, Texas, and Toronto. Uh, Kenley Jansen. San Diego. I say the same thing. Andrew Chafin. I'm going to go Yankees because. Wow, okay. I think he goes to the other New York team. I think they get a they really do good need lefties. Yep. Michael Fulmer. Mets are not going to resist that, so I'm going Mets. I'm going Atlanta. Corey Nabel. <sighs> Phillies. Texas. Um, Will Smith. Atlanta. Boston. Adam Adovino. Uh, it's a good one because he's so mid. 
I said Kansas City. And Sox said Seattle. I don't think Orioles need bullpen, do they? Probably not. It was one of the best in the majors. Orioles, no. I think it's small market. <sighs> well, small market. the Cardinals. Okay. Well, he was he started out his career with the Cardinals, but okay. Yep. Chad Green. <laughs> um, San Diego. Why am I thinking Dodgers? Well, you're not the first one to think that. Uh, two more. We'll finish up with two more. Uh, Yankees, former Yankees, David Robertson. I think he heads back to Philly. Uh, Li says Will Smith, the Rockies, and Craig says uh, Nabel retires, and then Yanks for Chafin. I, obviously, he's on the board with you, Luca. David Robertson. I have him finishing his career, replacing Michael Fulmer in Minnesota. I think that's a very aligned spot for him. And then Tommy Canely. I would love him back. So uh, twins. Okay, I think I can see. I can see it as a twins thing. Udell says Green to the Mets. Could see that, and then uh, Green to the Giants. Li says, and then Anthony says Philly, which I could definitely see. Uh, Canely, or he was talking about Canely or Green. I, I forget which one, but um, I'm gonna go with Canely to Philly. Um, we could wrap it up right there. Rapid fire free agent predictions. Final Fox Luca. Yeah, good show again. The free agent predictions were testing, honestly, because you know all of these different fits and these different pitchers. You know, it's a loaded market if you want to be honest. Um, Hal, let's see what he, you know, what his if his words come to fruition. And Anthony Rizzo, glad he's back as a Yankee. Be sure to like, subscribe, comment, do all the good stuff. Sub sub up to my channel, Big Blue in the Bronx, everybody. Uh, Apple Podcast five stars. Become a member. Get some prospect stuff. So get some perks as well. All good stuff coming here from NYY News TV. There is no other Yankee channel covering the offseason like we are. And this is the best channel on YouTube. So like, comment, subscribe, do all the good stuff. Peace out, guys. See you later. Stay cool. Have a good night. Before it hits the front page.